The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. Yo, here we are on a Monday. Players Lounge, the off-season edition is here. Yes, Everybody sir. Here. Coming to you live from the Star. The Star Headquarters of the Dallas Cowboys and also the East-West Shrine game is going to be played on yes. Thursday. Um, I'm excited about it. I was just over to practice today uh, checking checking some of the guys out, man. I, I'm just happy to see guys get opportunity, man. That's To, to be able to showcase their wares. Um, obviously, the Senior Bowl is a great place to get mm-hmm. to, but everybody didn't get to go. Mm-hmm. So at least there's somewhere to go Thursday right here. Um, if you're in Dallas-Fort Worth, get on out here and watch some football players, man, because um, guys are trying to make it out there, but it's cool to watch dudes practice. Yeah, Nick Harris is writing some, some pretty fantastic articles on the Shrine Bowl as well. Um, I think it's a cornerback on there from the Toronto Organauts. Uh, I'm saying that right. Oh, yeah. Canadian League? Yeah, can, Canadian can, League. Can, can that's over there. Yeah. That's dope. I know that. All right. Players out. Oh, by the way, it's Danny McCray. Good to see you, my brother. You Look too, at that man. sweet coat. Bro. I know, yeah. man. That's, I can't yeah. wear that, man. Yeah, that's that's that thing clean, right? Yeah. I can't handle you it. You know, red count on that, man. Hey, though, but you know what it looked like. <laughs> I want to start this week. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know what it looked like. What? It looked right? like the old school members the only. Members jacket. only? Yeah, yeah, you remember the members hey, only jackets? Hey, hey, hey. I remember. Hey, no, move on. That jacket is fresh. Oh, yeah, nobody. That jacket clean, man. Members only. Members only should be the thing. Y'all want to start the week off like this, okay? Y'all want to talk about it. That's me complimenting your jacket. Oh, my bad. It looked like it's a Louis Vuitton. Championship games are over. Excuse me. You were one and one. You were one and one. Uh, I was one and one. Somebody went over. Who went over? Man, <laughs> foolish. Man, oh man. Hate to see. We all had. To, we all had Baltimore. We all took that L. But somebody decided they to bet on Dan L. Campbell. And man, Dan, hey, look, let me tell you something. Dan, you cannot let this man, his wife, family, that he cannot go to Vegas by himself. He cannot go to Vegas by himself. No, he tripping. is the ultimate. I'm gonna get it back, guy. Look, I lost it. I'm gonna get it back. He can't just. It. You can't just walk away from the table. He chasing it. You can't walk away from the table. How many? You know what? I'm sure we get into it, but I'm sitting there. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm invested in the Lions because, like I said, one of my really good friends, college teammate, dude, I hang out with all the time, is a linebacker coach there, and I, I kind of understand. Like talking to him, getting the message from what, like I was in it, right? Hard. Knocks all that. I saw what happened when they came down here. They gifted us the game, gifted it to us. Okay, and I'm like, okay, all right, whatever. That's him. Okay, he go out there, he kicked the field goal at the beginning of the first half. So you're like, okay, well, he got he got a little something. He figuring it out a little bit. He he ain't gonna he not gonna mess off the game. Mm. The first one. He but he dropped the ball. Hold my beer. <laughs> he drops the ball. I get it. Okay, but because you go for it, and, that, and that's what you always do. When you got an opportunity to tie the football game up, though, <laughs> to tie the football game up, knowing that your offense is moving the ball, like it's not like you never going to get back into the red zone again. you go tie the game up, allow your defense to go out there, play football, and if not, you got another opportunity to score. You don't kick the – 
You don't kick it. Yeah. You get tricked. You let Jared Goff get tricked and man. <laughs> oh, we running man to man. They trick you and they run zone. Gotcha. Now you don't know what to do. Mm. Got him. Nope, they got us. You are a, you are a victim of a got him moment. Mm. And I'm sitting there while mm. I say, oh, listen, I understand the players are like, yeah, I got his back and all this stuff. Hey, bro, kick the field goal. Yeah. To win, to tie the game up, you like you ain't. Tripping. It's not you like changing your personality and being somebody else in a tight situation. It's you saying, you know what? In this opportunity, I'm gonna give my defense a chance to go play because they've been they've been playing okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They they figure out a way to make some plays outside of the one that knocked the dude in the helmet. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. I went out there and tricked it off, man. Both of them, both both, mm, <laughs> both Chocolate both City, yeah. Chocolate City tricked it mm. off all Sunday. Banana cone, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> sometimes it comes down. It's sometimes it just comes down to emotional intelligence. Yeah. And I, for one, I was looking looking at Dan Campbell, man, and I'm saying to myself, Dan Campbell is your homeboy that you don't take to nice places. Because <laughs> you know he go act up, right? You know what he's going to do, so you know you can't take him everywhere. And here you are in one of these situations. All you got to do is take the field goal. And, and people are going to say how big the field goal was, but also Detroit, they dropped the receivers, dropped some. Yeah, they dropped some downs. Hey, Reynolds, two of them. Mm. You had a lot of that. But at the point where you have a 17-point lead, protect your lead. And it's not to play safe. It's not to, look, play your game. But at the same time, recognize with a 17-point lead, all you're doing is making this now a three-possession game. Yep. You're, putting your, you're putting your team in a position to win. And as a coach, that's all you want. I mean, look, reputation be damned. We know what he did in the Cowboys game. Like you said, he gifted us that game, gave it to us three times going for the two-point conversion. But in the biggest game of your life, come on now. Come on now. Take the points. Live to fight another day. But don't take the air out of your own own sales. Don't yeah. do Don't sabotage yourself. And that's what I felt like watching that game. I was like, we, we were the text chain going crazy. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, man, this is a team that believes in – Dan Campbell said, I got something else for you. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you what it is. I'm going to show you what it is. And that's what he did. He now, tripped up his and, own And game. not just the biggest game of his life. That's the biggest game of the franchise. <laughs> the opportunity to go to the Super Bowl. The 50s. <laughs> yeah, so. Well, you're not in front of your TV like, what are you doing? Oh, I was, I was like, <laughs> what's going on, man? And it's everything y'all just said. Because coaches harp on this all the time. You, you know, you've been in locker room. You've been in locker room. You've covered it for 30-some years. Coachability. I want players who are coachable. You make that one mistake. All right, that's I'll let you slide with that one mistake. I'm gonna teach you how to correct that mistake. Yes. But if you go out there and make it again, it's on you. It's on you. It's all about being coachable. Dan Campbell, what you doing, man? You y'all both just said it in that Dallas game. He gambled for it in a two-point conversion. You didn't get it. All right, whatever the case may be, you play the field goal, play for overtime. You double down on it again, you didn't get it. You would think, all right, man, you know what? This two-point conversion ain't for me. I'm going to go ahead and kick the, the extra point. You triple down on it. Triple down on it again. And once again, you, you fail. And it comes into the biggest moment in the NFC Championship game. It's all about coachability. Like you just said, that's how you got there. You gambled. I get it. That first, that first fourth down and three, Reynolds dropped it. I get it. That's how you get there. But you got to be coachable in that situation. This ain't a regular season game. This no. ain't a, you know, we got next week, we'll improve on it. This is the NFC Championship game. And you're in the exact situation you were earlier in that fourth down. What is yeah. it? They were on a 30-yard line. They were in the San Francisco's red zone. Take the points, man. That's what, it. What are, what are we doing here? He, to me, I'm not going to say he, he cost him the game. I ain't going to say he cost him. Because there was a lot of things the players had. He had a lot to do with it. He had a lot to do with it. I ain't going to give him 100%. I ain't going to give him 100 I'll give him 75 Oh, I ain't gonna yeah. give him 100%. I can't even send him back. If, if, listen. Calvin should have grabbed him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, coach, come here. 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 Come here.
they let you win every once in a while, huh? You lose you lose thirty times and then that one time you win make you feel like you you it is switched on mm-hmm. you a little bit, huh? Ain't you been just back lucky since. I got the juice. Ain't <laughs> back since. All right. He, he, the Dallas thing don't work out. Somehow they go in and they and they uh, they get Tampa, they get whoever at home and they're like, you know, it, it worked out for us, it don't matter because this is our team. And then you get an opportunity to go out there and do it again, and you think it's gonna work out because yeah. <laughs> it always work out. It always work out. Then you go out there and you go. I just kick the field goal to tie the game up, bro. What are you? What, what are you doing? He, Bill Parcells and Chris Beam remembers this. Parcells used to get some great press conferences, and Parcells told us one time I've never forgotten. He says, "Never trust the players. The players f you every time." And I think back to when Andy Reid, back when they were t- facing Cincinnati. And right before the half, he sends out the field goal unit. Patrick Holmes, go over there. No, 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 no. Let's go for it. They go for it. They don't get it. It's three points. Was it what did him in? And Cincinnati goes to Super Bowl. And I'm sitting here watching Dan talking about, you know, I'm trust my players. Because I went to that press conference that Dan Campbell had after the Cowboy game. When he was, no, I told him he was going to go win. It's like, bro, I know what you told him. Yeah, you scored. You went for two. But. It, 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 it was work. it was a problem. So you got to go readjust. You got to change the plan. You still the guy still believe me. This is what we were going to do. It didn't work out. We changed our plan. But this dude is doubling down. The end of the day, you cannot be the reason why they lose the game. Damn, you trying to put it on Scotty Riddles? You should have never trusted Scotty. That's true. You shouldn't even trusted him. It was like when Pete Carroll out there trusted Russell Wilson. <laughs> Don't trust him. No, get a ball to Marshawn Lynch. It's a Lynch. dumb call. Yeah, It's a dumb call. Can, and, we, can we get the points? Yeah. You could go up three scores. Get the points. Because now when you get the points, you're making the 49ers think, oh, man, they got some more points. What do we need to go ahead and yeah. win the game? Dan Campbell lost that football game. If anybody wants to sit up here and talk about, well, you know, he's been aggressive all year long. Why is he going to change now? Because there's a chance to go to the Super Bowl is why you're going to change. Go back to Kyle Shanahan, offensive coordinator for Dan Quinn. They up 28-3. to Julio makes that crazy catch on the sidelines. They're in field goal range. What do they do? They're trying to throw the ball. Next thing you know, holding call. Then they try They try to go for it on third down. Boop. <laughs> and it's like, wait a minute, man. Yeah. You you were in right. control of the game, and you lost it. Then when Kyle Shanahan was the head coach of the 49ers against the Kansas City Chiefs, you up 10. Once again, you blowing it again. You yeah. start running the ball. These coaches go out of their way to mess things up and not realizing what you did all regular season long does not matter. This is where covering baseball gives me a different look than football because dudes understand in the playoffs it's different. Yes. What you manage in the regular season is totally different in playoff baseball because you're going home. Dan Campbell lost that game. Your job as a head coach was to put them in the position to win the game. Don't sit around and trust them. No, I don't need to trust you right now. We're going to go get some more points. We're going to stay ahead. More games are lost in this league than they're won. Mm -hmm. Bill Belichick then won two Super Bowls. He he watched people lose Lose them. Yeah. Then he and he ended up winning because people lost. Dan Campbell put the 49ers in the Super Bowl with them dumb decisions. And, and we're going to talk about the other game, but there's a, these are two games that we watched yesterday where they sabotaged their own success. But if you look at the, in the NFL uh, year over year, and especially this year, the amount of coaches that are going forward on fourth down. And this is analytics. 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 <laughs> you know, Brand- nerves of steel, whatever you want to call Brandon it. Brandon Staley School. <laughs> yeah. Whatever it is. I mean, it's just, it's just a theme in the NFL where Coaches are going for it now more than ever on fourth down. That used to be you get to the 30 in your in that territory, you take the points. It's just mm-hmm. easy. We put my defense back out there. They're playing solid. Don't put us in any danger. 
that's changing. And, I mean, go to StatMuse and just see what teams rank in that top five of going for it on fourth. My man Dan Campbell right up there, too. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. And he's cost his team some games mm-hmm. by doing – and we can point to the Cowboys game. Where was. That was a game where they had stole all that last-minute momentum. And, like you said, he tripled – not doubled down. He tripled, tripled down, down on a bad decision. I don't know. Like, these coaching jobs that, you know, a lot of these guys, they're, they're definitely deserving. And Dan Campbell, for me, I think you need a coach like that that guys will run through a brick wall for. But at the end of the day, it's like, man, when you make a decision like that, that's got to be a mark against you where it's like, man, when it's clutch time, you may cost us. And maybe he needs a check. I don't know if he has autonomy to do whatever, but he might need a check and a balance to say, oop. Hit the, red, right hit the button, hit the button. Now, we can't do this and right this, now, and Dan. Dude, and it was confusing because this guy played the game. Like, this guy was in the National Football League. He should understand what momentum is. Yeah. Like, when you play that, when you play football at that high of a level, momentum is real. Like, you put that three points on that board. You go up, what, 17 points at that point. You just said it. The 49ers will start thinking, man, we got to get at least three scores. Yeah. At least three scores. But when he missed that field, or when, he, when they didn't go for that fourth, or they missed that fourth down, the players on the 49ers said, oh, we got a shot. Yeah. But we got a chance. Just open the door. That, that, that was it. That was it. Well, well, not, we got a shot. Not, not even just that. You go up 17, but then now you're not chasing as much as you are, right? Because now now your opportunity to kick a field goal and be down by one or, or tie the game up is there versus, man, we – we we gotta we gotta risk it all yep. to go out there and do it. And then we didn't even talk about the end of the game. So yeah. you got three timeouts. You'd have done everything you could to make sure you say those three timeouts, and then you get stopped on a running play. Yeah. And now you gotta use one to get an onside kick. That's <laughs> what, are doing, what, are what are we doing, coach? What are you doing? Coach, what are we doing? So you like you did all this work to save the timeouts, knowing that you weren't gonna have much time left, because that was that was the risk that you take. Okay, I'm gonna have three timeouts so I can stop, maybe have twenty whatever seconds of the, uh, to be able to score. And then you run the ball and get stopped. Coaching malfeasance out there. Yeah. You he, once again, this game was lost by Detroit. Nothing against the 49ers. They went out there, they kept playing for 60 minutes. But Dan Campbell should wear this. Oh, he will. And anybody who wants to give him a pass, and some people try to give him a pass on social media, you can't. Your job as the coach is to make sure you don't lose the game. Yeah. His decisions lost the game. And this whole we gonna gamble, we've been aggressive all year long. I don't give a frog's fat butt what, what you got to get here. You are away, you are right here at the Super Bowl, man. And you with this, well, we gonna go for it, we're gonna be aggressive. That lost you the game. It yep. wasn't about you trying to be aggressive. What about you doing what you did all year? Mm-hmm. It's about you advancing. He didn't no. do what he didn't do what the game you know, Ron Watts used to have a saying. Do what the game asks you to do. What the game asks you to do? Kick the field goal, go up three scores. Now I'm gonna give uh <laughs> I'm gonna give Brock Purdy some credit. Okay, because Brock Purdy went yeah, out there and played a hell of a game. They, he went out there and played. He got CMC and CMC to me. Goodness gracious! <laughs> like he is CMC, and then is everybody else. Now nah, he called. It's everybody nah, he else. But Brock Purdy with the arm and with the legs, because those are the demoralizing plays, right? When, when you have everything, you, man. And then Brock Purdy go out there and, and rush for a first down a couple times in the game, where you like, goodness, that's how you know when it's over. He's like, oh, they can't stop him at all. Yeah. You can play as good as defense as you want to, and then all of a sudden Brock Purdy get out there and start looking like Lamar Jackson should have looked in the previous oh, game. Man. Oh man! Oh man! Oh yeah! So, but but yeah. so. 
I, I want to give some respect to one of the 49ers that did go out there and win. But Brock Purdy, because he's been up and down season of, like, people talking about, we don't know if he's him, he was the MVP, oh, it was a fluke and all that stuff. The dude went out there and had he a hell did. of a game but in the NFC Championship game. He took matters into his own hands because he, he almost looked like Tom Brady in that Super Bowl against Atlanta where it was 28-3 and they showed Tom Brady on the bench. It's like, oh, it's over. The it's dynasty right. is over. And then he got up. And yeah. then they say, you know, <laughs> as you, the story tells itself. But I, I was watching Brock Purdy struggle in that first half. And I'm like, damn, you know, even Kyle, Kyle Shanahan, who everybody thinks walks on water, his play calling even wasn't looking good. And I'm like, man, this team is they in a pickle right now because Detroit is all over them. Yeah, they're all over them. But then when that door opened, that's when I saw Brock Purdy say, nah, I'm going to take this on myself in those third and short situations where the running game was starting to get stymied. And then he was he was running for the yeah. first down. And, and so, future teams, man, be, be wary of these offensive coordinators that are supposed to be – the next greatest thing. <laughs> Gurus? Gurus. Because Ben Johnson had a hell of a season. A hell of a season. But when things got tight, Someone on that happened. goal, what you, what you running the ball for, man? <laughs> you got to have some situational awareness here. You were head of the offense. What, you got three timeouts. Throw the ball. You don't get it. Kick the field goal. Down seven. You still got three timeouts plus the two minutes. So be wary, man. Because some of these guys, you know, they get too cute. And they think this, you know, they're smarter than the game. And it ended up costing them. Brock Purdy, 48 yards of rushing. Lamar Jackson, 57. <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait Look, to get on that game because that that 54 was fifty-four yards rushing for Lamar. What are we doing, Coach? I'm sorry. I'm and, and 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 just going back to what you were saying here is uh, Brock Purdy's forty-eight yards were critical because a lot of times it was just keep on let's advance the ball the down the field, right, well, let, let's just keep us going, let's let's get a fresh set of down and milk the clock. Yeah, mm-hmm. because they got once they got that lead, they they controlled the game, and and Brock Purdy did a fantastic job of running the offense. And I give Kyle Shanahan a lot of credit for finding a guy who can execute the offense the way he wants to, which is what Bill Walsh did with Joe Montana. That was the beauty of Joe. Joe used his feet many times to just make the first guy miss or pick up six yards on a third down and keep it going. No, he wasn't known for running the ball as much as Steve Young or Michael Vick, but the hidden yardage when it was Joe, necessary. that Joe got yeah. was very much reminiscent of what we saw from Brock Purdy. It was interesting to watch Joe you know, be there at the end of the game, give the trophy away. I, I got to ask you guys a question, and, and I, I've been seeing this, and it started in the in the playoffs with, and, and maybe we, this is a tease for, for <laughs> tease. the next yeah, segment, yeah. is why do coaches change who they are when they get to the biggest stages? Mm. And that's what I saw. Let's yes, dive sir. into that next with Danny McCray, Heckma Harris, and Barry Church. I'm Newey Scruggs. This is the Players' Lounge. You know, by the way, we will get into Kellen Moore, who's now hey. so should face the Cowboys hey. for this is DallasCowboys.com hey. radio. Mm. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. Hi, I'm Danny McRae, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of us magically transforming our smoothie bowls into two new decadent flavors. Dig into a cool acai or pitaya bowl handcrafted with crunchy, purely Elizabeth granola, fresh strawberries, and finished with a velvety chocolate hazelnut drizzle. Perfect for breakfast, lunch, or anytime you want to munch. 
and that's the sound of you making them disappear. Smoothie Bowls, now in two new decadent flavors. Only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection. Featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL Collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash Hugo Boss, at hugoboss.com, and at Boss Retail Stores. Hashtag be your own boss. There is no I in Dallas. There is no I in heart either. No I in Blue Star or in Lone Star for that matter. And there's no I in how about them cowboys? Smirnoff knows there's no I in football. Football is a we thing, an experience that is best enjoyed together. With good drinks and good folks, home or away, we rally together. We cry together. And we always rally cry together because there's definitely no I in Cowboys fans. Smirnoff, we do game days. Please drink responsibly. Back to the Players' Lounge. Shumpelite is your 2023 Cowboy <laughs> Fan of the Year, and now he needs your help. Vote for Sean to be given the ultimate title of NFL Fan of the Year, presented by Captain Morgan by casting your vote at NFL.com slash Fan of the Year. Heckman Harrison, appreciate it. Players <laughs> House brought to you by Tostitos. We're here on a Monday championship <laughs> recap right here. Barry Church, David Cray, your players. I'm Newey Scruggs here. Okay. Light. Yeah, he is. to get votes for all. Since week one. Right? Uh, let me tell you, the conversations we can't have with you on the air really good. <laughs> really, really good. Man. Really, really, really good. I, 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 I say to one person who works here at the Cowboys many times, I say to this per- staffer, I said, the book you write, I said, the book you're not writing is really good. Yeah, really he, good always laughs. he always laughs. He always asks, how many volumes is that book? Ugh. Might be two volumes, huh? Nah. I mean, we just we just have a good laugh here. All right, Heckman, uh, go ahead. You, right before the break, you had a you had a good question. It's just it's just weird to me. I, and I was looking that for me, Baltimore in that first half. I, I was I was watching Lamar Jackson play a game that he hadn't played his entire 17 games. Um, they went away from the running game, and that to me was the weirdest part of what they were doing. And I think as an AFC, and switching over to the defensive side. I think they made life so much easier for for Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Yeah, I, I think there's a, there should be a commandment that's written that thou shalt not zone blitz Patrick Mahomes because it just if you're gonna do something like that, you're looking at one of the best when it comes down to making those split second decisions. He's going to find the open receiver each and every time. Why they didn't bring your guy Hamilton down and cover him with? put him on Kelsey and give Kelsey that free release like that. I mean, to me, there were those things in that football game that I was like, look, I know y'all guys have to be watching more football than me. <laughs> to, to come into this game with that game plan, and you've never had that game plan since, I, you know, since I'm watching Ravens football, I just think it was weird to see them change up their DNA at the last minute. I just I don't know why coaches do that. To me, you know, to me it was criminal that both uh, game plans, offensively and defensively, and you know I can't really say defensively because even though those first two drives, Kansas City went up and down the field. After that, you know, Baltimore held them to three points. So I can't really you know say the defense was 
god awful out there. Did they do some things that was like, man, that's kind of perplexing? Like you, like you just said, letting Travis Kelsey get off the line free without even no type of jam. Yeah, that was a little perplexing. But 17 points against Kansas City, you got to find a way to win that game. To me, offensively, usually, and this is why you know they say regular season is different from the playoffs because when you get to the playoffs, you know every little play matters, every drive matters, and guys tighten up. You know, players tighten up and coaches tighten up. And usually in those situations, you revert back to your DNA. You revert back to what you are. And Baltimore, to me, is a running team. So you would think, all right, if all else fails, we're going to revert back to running the football. We got Gus Edwards. We got Justice Hill. We got Lamar Jackson back there. We're going to run this football. And they were having success doing it when they tried. But the thing is, for some weird reason, and we said this in the group chat, I don't know if it was Lamar reading the clip saying, I got to win this game another way, or if it was the coaching staff figuring out, hey, I got to be the difference. I got to show that I'm put this imprint on Lamar Jackson. I put this imprint on the Baltimore Ravens. Whatever the case may be, it just didn't add up. And we saw time and time again Lamar Jackson just dropping back the pass. And instead of kind of using his legs to extend a little bit more, he was just sitting in the pocket. Yeah. And there was times where he was literally sitting there like a statue. And I'm sitting there myself. I'm thinking, what, 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 what Lamar Jackson is this? Who are you? Who are you? What, what happened to where you? Was it Broward County? Yeah. Where's that guy at? Where's the backyard football running around recess? I escaped the pocket. Oh, snap, there's my guy, D. Let me throw it to him. There was none of that. This guy was sitting in there in the pocket as if he was just Tom Brady or something. Just that That's what I do. And that's not what got you to this point. That's not what got you to be the player that you are. 16 rushes as a team. That just doesn't add up to me. And there were times in this game, and we get it, you want to be able to push the football down the field. But there were so many times in this game where there was lanes that were Lamar Jackson, he could have just took off took off, slid, got some positive yards instead of sitting in that pocket and letting the pocket collapse. And at the end of the day, that's what kind of doomed him right there. The forced fumble on the sack was huge. And then, for, I just don't, I hate when receivers do this. Say his name. <laughs> you going, I'm talking about the tight end on this one. Okay. The bad, bad interception. You double team. What you throwing your hand up for? What you, who do you think you is out here? You, you think you gronk? Like, what, likely. You think you gronk out here? Bro, you covered. Uh, you throw your hand up in the air, and Lamar, you you veteran enough to know that man's covered not to throw the ball. But that was one of the worst interceptions I've ever seen. Triple coverage, and that ball ain't had no chance of getting caught. Besides, um, Kansas City defender catching it. So, this it was just it was perplexing all around, and I I just don't get it. I don't understand. Let me, it. Let me just oh, add good. on what Barry was saying right here, real quick. So, um, as a team. Baltimore, 16 rushes for 81 yards, no touchdowns. They threw the ball 37 times. On the flip side for Kansas City, um, the Chiefs ran the ball 32 times, 89 yards, one touchdown, and they threw the ball 39 times. How many times did the, how many did the running back get? Running backs get? How many times did Lamar Jackson rush? Lamar had five carries. No, eight, eight <laughs> carries for 54. Lamar had eight carries for 54 yards. Gus Edwards had three carries. Zay Flowers had two carries. Justice Hill had three carries. And my, and my guy Cook, Dalvin Cook. So, yeah, so it was six carries? So, because Zay Flowers don't count as a running back. Okay, so. So, yeah. six carries between yeah. the running backs. Yeah. <laughs> so, what are we doing, so, coach? So, so, you come up with a game plan, right, in a 17 to 10 game. Not like, you're not getting blown out. No. Right? 17 to 10 game where. You don't find a way to get your running backs involved when they've been helping you win games all season. Your quarterback is missing on throws. I'm talking about all the deep balls, all of them. He missing on throws. You got uh, Andrews back. You can't find a way to get him involved. Not likely he's the guy. You usually just go back to your veteran guy, no matter how Mm -hmm. good likely has been playing. You make sure you get him involved because before he went out, it was Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews. You Mm -hmm. can't find a way to get him involved. And Lamar Jackson – 
like you said, he's playing the game, and I'm I'm watching it, bro. And I'm one, he's taking sacks. Yeah, <laughs> he's taking sacks. Four of them. He's the, he's the most athletic quarterback in the league. He's taking sacks mm-hmm. <laughs> that don't make any sense. And then on third and one, third and two, you're whatever, throwing the ball. You throwing the ball when it's, <laughs> when you can just run and get the first down, and then it's incomplete. And you sitting there, you saying, okay, yeah, all right, we want weird. Lamar Jackson to be great and do all this other stuff. But I watched him. Starting last week, mm-hmm. he took a safety in the end zone or something like it was like something crazy where you like you watch the game, you said, Wait, what are you doing, bro? Mm-hmm. Like you, you running back 30 or 40 yards, but you then when you start getting toward the line of scrimmage, you're not thinking about running and you still throwing it. Now it's just a waste. Like everything about Lamar Jackson yesterday looked off. Yeah. It, it looked off. Odell Beckham's not involved in the game. Zay Flowers out there wild. Like Odell. it's just we're gonna get to them. Man, Odell. Oh, God. I'm going to get that 15 mil. Hey, man. He packed the brick <laughs> truck that. up. Hey, that's, a, that's still in his finest. If, if, if I'm, listen, I'm, 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 I don't care. It's still, and it's still this way. If I'm a free agent receiver, big time receiver, I'm not taking my butt to Baltimore. No, I'm, no, I, I can't do it. It's, and it's been this way since Lamar Jackson's been there. I'm not trying to hate on the dude, but it ain't no big time free agent receiver that's been like, yeah, I'm going to Baltimore, and then me and, me and Lamar going to light it up. It ain't, it ain't been that way. Nah. And you know the dudes can still play. I'm back on that. I'm back on that way. Yes, they can still play. Brandon Cooks can still play. Odell Beckham can get more than two uh, two uh, <laughs> uh, catches and not into the dang on fourth quarter. I and mean, then mm. when you do throw the ball to him, and five yards too deep. Like what? What? Mm. We, let, mm. Yeah, so, I don't know. Lamar was all Chocolate City went out there and tricked it man. off, man. I'm telling you, they tricked it off. Could have had an unreal ball. Detroit, had Detroit, an unreal oh ball. man, what Chocolate City, man? It was Chocolate City and Usher at the halftime. Oh. They went out there, and let it go. Turn. Mm. <laughs> so. The credit, as always, is given to Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, and, and they throw in Kelsey. Steve Spagnuolo needs some major credit yeah, as a defensive coordinator. Three turnovers in the game. They sacked Lamar Jackson four times, and they took Baltimore out of what they wanted to do. They took it away. And Steve has been a part of two championships with Kansas City, but go back to where Steve made, to me, one of the greatest uh, – defensive coaching performances ever in the Super Bowl, which is they was the coach of the Giants when they beat Tom Brady. Oh, and, yes, he was a defensive coordinator for the Giants. When they were undefeated, they had set the NFL record for points and held those dudes to two touchdowns. He knows how to take great players out of what they do. Mm. And we forget about his name. He became the head coach of the St. Louis Rams. It was not a good stint. Why he's not got another opportunity in this league, I shake my head at. But Steve Spagnuolo is an elite defensive play call. No, he he did a great job last night, but number 95, I didn't even look it up because I want y'all somebody just to tell me, where is his brother from? The, number 95. Chris Jones? Chris Jones. Oh, he, he liked that. Variation, uh, uh, I believe. It, no, Chris Jones. Ooh. Chris Jones is – no, no, don't do that. Because <laughs> number 95 to me was – that was the difference in that game, the way that he – they couldn't find an answer mm-hmm. for it. I mean, you have a big man that's balling like that, it makes everything easier. And, yeah. and I'm just saying – years now with that guy. Yeah, absolutely. But when you talk about Spagnuolo and the job that he's doing, yeah, it makes your job so much easier when this guy is turning into something that he's not. Spagnuolo didn't come in with a game plan that Lamar Jackson was going to back up, throw the ball 37 times. He was expecting run heavy all game. Mm-hmm. So that's why I asked y'all, why the hell do you change who you are when you get to that stage? Because that made absolutely no sense to me. And I just look. Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, and I know people, as they, as this dynasty continues, they're going to ask the question, who's more important? Is it Andy Reid or is it Patrick Mahomes? Andy Reid went out and found Patrick Mahomes, traded up to go and get Patrick Mahomes. He obviously saw something in his game that says, that's my guy. Mm-hmm. And that is a perfect marriage between coach 
and quarterback. And if I mean that hand and glove, the way that hit the play calling, and you could talk about uh, Patrick Mahomes how unconventional he is and some of his antics and things that he does out there on the field. But when it's when it comes to playoff time and it, it's the rarest air to see a player like that play to that ability. That's why you love the Michael Jordans. That's why you love the greatest that go and do it because these guys go. I mean. That's not, I've never seen anything like what Patrick Mahomes is doing. He, he embraces the pressure. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah. <laughs> I've been kind of off the, you know, the, I mean, let's put Mahomes. The dude don't miss. No, like, doesn't. when you watching the other quarterbacks play this in the playoffs and you watching them miss passes, throw a 2D, all this other stuff, and then you watch Patrick Mahomes and you say, he don't have all the weapons out there, but he's going to put the ball where the receivers have an opportunity to, ca- to catch it, and most of the time in a perfect position. He Valdez Scantling. Thank you. <laughs> has an opportunity after all the stuff that he went yes. through the season mm-hmm. to catch a pretty much perfect pass from Patrick Mahomes to where the quarterback, he's a receiver friend, what a quarterback friend, whatever it is, however you say it, he makes sure that the ball placement when he delivers it to the receiver is on point. He don't miss and he can run the ball <laughs> when he has the opportunity. When like jack of all trades, this dude this dude does it all. And I think the, the tears are are there to he, where you see he's chasing Tom Brady. Yeah. yeah, at this point in his yeah. career. And, and, and when I think of Tom Brady, I always think about who he was throwing to. The best receiver he threw to, he never won a Super Bowl with, that was Randy Moss. Yeah. You out here you know, with, with Danny Amendola yeah. winning yeah. championships mm-hmm. and Chris Hogan. I mean, you're winning with those kinds of players. And while his guys at Tampa Bay were a lot better, you know, Mike Evans is a better player, Chris Goblin, than what they had in New England. But just Mahomes is out there with the, these dudes drop more passes than anybody in the league. They're terrible. And he still went to a Super Bowl. Imagine if Andy Reid gets him some real help next year yeah. of what they could be doing. Uh, the guy's special. He, he is special. And, uh, you know, Texas Tech, boy, you got to need to milk that all you can. <laughs> I know they put him in the Hall of Fame, but you built a statue of this brother. Oh. You better milk that thing as much as you can. Oh, Joey McGuire. I mean, milk that thing. <laughs> we need Patrick Mahomes Day, everything. Hey, I mean, milk that Cur- thing. Kirby Holcutt, if you're listening. Yep. That's one of my teammates at Kansas State. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what you get. And, and to bring it back to the do. Cowboys real quick, really? t- to me, the difference was <laughs> the, the difference was you saw you know Kansas City's you saw even Baltimore's San Francisco and even Detroit's when the when the biggest situations arise the star players the players that are supposed to be the, the backbones of the team they step up and make huge plays you talked about Chris Jones he got a sack out there, but he was also affecting the game, batting balls down. He had a big-time third-down bat on uh, on Lamar Jackson. I mean, it was up. And up and, I mean, side. he went to the side. Like, he's – they're, they're impacting the game. Um, he didn't complain about it. So, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not they're, impacting, they're impacting the game in, in different ways. And that's just – to me, it's just, man, you, you got to – when you're a star player, you got to find a way to do that in the biggest of moments. And I will say this about Baltimore. Somebody – what, when did they become, I got to be the toughest guy on the football field? Like, the football IQ oh, out here is just it's just mind-blowing. Like, how many times have you grown up in football and you're like, all right, the first person ain't going to get caught. If you retaliate, you're going to get the flag. It's the second guy all the time. And they're veterans making these crazy errors. Like, Van Noy, he played in the league for about 12, 13 years. Played yeah. for the Patriots. The man, like, what do y'all think is going to happen when you do type of stuff after the whistle, like nobody cares if you're a tough guy. If you yeah. get disrespected on the football field, I, right, you know, in between the whistles, we're gonna handle it. 
outside of nobody cares about that tough guy persona. You're looking at Roquan Smith, one of the best linebackers in the National Football League. I'm sure they told him on that play when he jumped off sides, yo, just just jump off sides and we'll reset the what, what are you doing running through the man's soul like that? What what does that bring? Just jump off sides. And I don't know this for a fact. I don't know this for a fact. So I, you know, I can't really but come on, man. What are we doing here, man? It's just it's it's man, it's perplexing. Back to what I said. More games are lost. Exactly. Are won. Oh, Zay? Exactly. Yo, you even get on Zay. Yeah, and then Zay, what are, you spend the ball on the guy, then you then they give you a chance to make it back and then then you fumble the bag. <laughs> it's about me. It's about me. Look at me. I did this. What are we doing, man? Like what? Get out there and fumble Whatever. the bag. I just. What are we doing? More, more games I can't, lost. I can't wait for my man to get back uh, next season, man. Goodness gracious, because somebody got to be able to compete against uh, a Patrick Mahomes, so and it looked like the only person that's going to be able to be a Joe Burrow Joe or a healthy Aaron Rodgers. That's, that's about like about that's it, all man. you got because when you look at it and you look at the upper echelons and the tiers of guys. The, He's on the pedestal like, by there's, there's, there, there's one guy who's been able to beat uh, Pat mm-hmm. Mahomes, and I, this is not a Joe Burrow thing. I'm just saying it happened, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And nobody else has been able to do it. <laughs> it ain't happened. Andy, Andy learned from that. Don't, <laughs> so, don't trust Mahomes no more. No, yeah. yeah. Kick Won't the field But I'm just Kick I, but the field I, outside of that, dudes the, at home, they didn't went on the road this time, and they continue beating the same guys over and over again. All right? So, yeah, give me Aaron Rodgers back next year, and then give me Joe Burrow, and then we'll see what the competition looks like. Because outside of that, y'all got nothing. All right, Kellen Moore is now with the Eagles. Let's dive into that next. Right here on the Players Lounge, brought to you by Tostitos on DallasCowboys.com radio. To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash hugoboss at hugoboss.com and at boss retail stores. Hashtag be your own boss. Hi, I'm Danny McCray, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of us magically transforming our smoothie bowls into two new decadent flavors. Dig into a cool acai or pitaya bowl handcrafted with crunchy, purely Elizabeth granola, fresh strawberries, and finished with a velvety chocolate hazelnut drizzle. Perfect for breakfast, lunch, or anytime you want a munch. And that's the sound of you making them disappear. Smoothie Bowls, now in two new decadent flavors. Only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at Get Jack Black com slash cowboys with the code cowboys vip that's get slash cowboys with the code cowboys vip i'm dak prescott quarterback of the dallas cowboys and they snap it to prescott who looks right it's not there he escapes left he'll run for a first down just like football when it comes to crypto it's important to have a team you can trust with blockchain.com i know i'm in good hands Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. Back to the Players' Lounge. The 99th annual East-West Shrine Bowl will feature 130 of the nation's top NFL draft prospects on Thursday, February the 1st at the Star in Frisco. Tickets are as low as $20, are available at ShrineBowl.com. Proceeds benefit Shriners' children. 
All right. Uh, checking the roster here. Nobody from from Toledo. Where are you talking about? Oh, it's Eastland? Nobody from LSU. Damn. You talking about Sumo? No, he's the Shrine. Oh, Eastland. East 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 yeah, I played in that thing a couple years. It was, it was, it was, it was fun. Were you? Fun. Yeah. Where, where, where was it at? Was it in California? It was in uh, Orlando. Orlando? Yeah, we played down in Orlando. It was, I, it was hey, this, I, you know, if anybody from LSU listens to this radio show, okay, hey, don't gamble. <laughs> don't do it, man. Oh! Don't gamble while you <laughs> Your man <laughs> threw up 9,000. Yo. Don't gamble while you're yo, in school. Just stop. <laughs> just, wow. 9,000 bets in one year. <laughs> He's a Patriot now, though, so that's a Patriot thing. Hold on. My so man, he, uh, is he in the league? Yeah, he was playing yes. with the Patriots. I thought he was uh, He was coming out. I ain't uh, oh. playing with the Patriots. This is this this when he was playing. 8,900 bet. He Dan Campbell. <laughs> you always gonna get it back. Now he did. He now they said he put in a hundred thousand and he won five hundred, well four hundred, so a total of five. So man, man, know what he was doing. But goodness gracious, yeah, that tried. man went to jail. Addicted. <laughs> Big jail. You know what I'm saying? He ain't get suspended. That man in jail. <laughs> What's his username, Turks? What's his username? Big jail. Kayshawn Butte One. <laughs> yeah, his username was his name. Him and Calvin Ridley out there, That's man. Wild. How, how, how dumb do you get? Uh, never mind. I'm not even. Let's move on. Let's move on. Move on. I did it. No, move no. On. Ain't nobody else getting the credit for this. Me. I did that. Kayshawn. Two T's. Me. Butte. Eagles are. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles have hired new coordinators. Let's go, baby. Uh, they hired Vic Fangio go, for the blueprint. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Vic Fangio is now the defensive coordinator. Good combo. He's going to slap Killer. Open hand. He's going to put some. Run the ball. He'll have the blueprint hey, practice for sure. Good. good thing Vic will be in the box. Put my powder. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right, CV. So Vic Fangio put the blueprint out on Killer Moore last year, right? Now yeah. they're oh, Okay, now they're in practice together. Go. Okay. He ain't got to worry about it. He ain't, ain't got to worry about it. That's what it is. He ain't got to worry about it. Hey, nothing to practice. Hey, Good hire. So, hey, uh, Kellen Moore hey, is Moore, now back. The, Thank you. Hey, put Kellen, the word out. Kellen is right, the uh, offensive yeah, coordinator for the, for the Eagles now. And <laughs> I did find it entertaining of how many Eagles fans were talking about how oh, this was a really good hire. Ain't how that motion is used. Ain't that something? I mean, I'm, I'm, wow, mm-hmm. is, this, is this the same guy you all took the, the, the bird poop on for years? And now, yes. now everybody's singing mm-hmm. his praises. Mm-hmm. And they think that Kellen Moore is going to make Jalen Hurts an MVP candidate right. again. Guess back what? up, baby. We back up. So he couldn't he couldn't we make Justin up. Herbert an MVP candidate. Break it down. Back up, he gonna make right? Jalen Hurts an MVP yeah, candidate because he was already a, a candidate. So he ain't got to make him. Hurts has already been this there. year. He was there for a little bit. Oh, Hurts yeah, was there for a little I bit. I mean, everybody was. He was there, he was there. Hurts yeah. was up there until about week you know, 12. Yeah, 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 he was up there. So, Kellen Moore going to get him over the hump. Yes. Him, yes. A.J. Brown, they not going to be arguing no more. They got to be. going to have a they gonna have A.J. A Brown defense. need to call Amari Cooper, okay? He need to call Amari Cooper. That's say, hey, man, how can I get in the good graces? Hey, nah, <laughs> Make hey, sure hey, they don't get up out I'm telling y'all. Kellen interview for the Browns, y'all. <laughs> and Mark Cooper probably say, if, if he, "Hell no! Nah. If he come, I'm out. <laughs> and you bring him in, I'm not playing. My heel hurt." <laughs> I mean, the thing with Kellen Moore is really strange to me well, because I feel like he got a raw deal here. How? I feel like he got a raw what deal here. Because we all put the blame on Kellen Moore. 
for that San Francisco debacle. And the same thing happened this Com- year. Com- the same thing happened you, this you year. You are familiar you with common it, denominators. So, okay. Yeah, who's the common denominator? No, in both no, playoff no, losses, no, who's no, the no, common no, no, denominator? No, 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 listen, listen. This is two different organizations. Who's the so, common? Kellen Moore play- was here. But we got the same variable in, in both of those situations. Kellen Moore. Oh, there's another guy, too. There's another guy that was there, too. And y'all know his name. Y'all know his name. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Who else was that? You talking about L.A.? I'm talking about who was here in the playoff loss for San Francisco and the playoff loss in Green Bay and played terrible. Who was the common variable no, in there? No, no, Ke- no. Kellen Moore was here. Yep. And who okay. else? And Mike McCarthy was here, and Dak Prescott. Okay. And now, then who- <laughs> but now, but now, so, Ke- okay. Kellen Moore, Kellen Moore was here, and they said, "Hey, man, it was you. It was you. We gonna get you yeah, on up out of here. They did. Go somewhere else." You said, "Oh, we gonna show y'all." It wasn't Kellen. Kellen went out there. Oh. Team didn't make the playoffs. Had an and MVP what, guy. And what happened looking, here? Huh? And yeah. what happened here? He made the playoffs. Dude let the league in touch. Yeah, let, let the league, league in touch out pass. And he, he did the same thing with Kellen Moore, too. He had the best year of his career, man. <laughs> he did? He did? Because yes. two years ago, he had 37 and 10. He just had the best year of his career. So what's you better, 36 and, he and 9 or 37 and 10? It's up, the same he thing. He's up for hey. the MVP award. Uh, Come on, man. I'm not he's up for MVP award when everybody else in the National Football League quarterback-wise was playing too. How long was Kellen? That's what we going to do. How long was Kellen? How long you trying to take Acho's I'm just saying. He's trying to use Shady. You having a strange allegiance to Lou. <laughs> I feel like I got to run it. Oh, uh, here we go. Hey, man. So, so, listen, so I ain't going to say it. 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 You know what? Let's wrap it up because I was getting. I ain't going to say allegiance. Kelly, Kelly got uh, allegiance. All right. One year. <laughs> How long did he last in L.A.? No, I ain't going to say it, but we all know. He lasted one year in L.A. And the coach was fired. One year in Los Angeles, he lasted. uh, We back up, baby. We back up. up. So you still a Justin Herbert guy, too? Please, Herbert. Herbert. So at 8.54 a.m., I get an email from NBC Sports Philadelphia. It says, interview request in Philly on Kellen Moore. Hi, Nui. Hope you're doing well. I was wondering if you might have availability and interest this week in doing a talk back with us here at NBC Sports Philadelphia about Kellen Moore. Mm. Then they give me some times, and they're like, essentially, we'd be asking, how much did he help the Cowboys' offense reach new levels? Relationship with Dak, especially going from backup to quarterback coach to OC. Why it soured with McCarthy? McCarthy, we've seen that McCarthy quotes about Moore wanting to, quote-unquote, light up the scoreboard. How much of what he implemented remains in Dallas, uh, remained there last season, and then surely some trash talk back and forth about how disastrous both teams' seasons ended. So now we on the same level as the Chargers? I mean, I know we, we got knocked out in the first round, Susie and all that. The Chargers, <laughs> coaches got fired. The Everybody boys ain't made the man. playoffs. Yeah, uh, a lot of people. I mean, it was, that that's the design because you brought the guy in and you said, "Hey man, but this, was the he's situation the, the same though?" Mm-hmm. If we're being honest, was the genius. situation the same? Guru, with as no far room. as L.A. and and Cowboys, come on, like was it was the situation no, no, the same? No, 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 no. I don't think the situation was the same. I think, but the 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 mindset when you go get a guy like Kellen Moore to be your offensive coordinator with a quarterback like Justin Herbert, Herbert is, yes. we're going to get him because we have a MVP calendar uh, caliber quarterback mm-hmm. who just needs a guy, yeah. and then the guy got there. And it didn't work. It didn't work. For whatever <laughs> reason, it didn't, it didn't work. For whatever reason. For whatever reason, it didn't work. And Mike McCarthy was proven right. <laughs> yes, At the end of the day, he was proven right. What did he do? I'm sorry. Uh, the dude's second team All-Pro had the best had the best year of his career. He led the league in touchdown passes. What did they that accumulate, though? Better. No, 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 bro. We're what talking the... about what Dak did himself. <laughs> and, 
What one? He had a better year than Justin Herbert. What? No. Yeah, better. That's that's what we. I'm just saying. Who came on the show and said that Justin Herbert was going to finish top five in the MVP? And I was wrong. Did I say? Did I say I was wrong? Yeah. Who said the Chargers were going to make the playoffs? And who also said that the Dallas Cowboys wouldn't get far in the playoffs because we have the situation that we had last year? The guy's still on the center. Yeah. Who, who said that? So you blaming Dak, huh? He had less interceptions this season. So yes. who, who, who we blaming yeah, for that? Asking, for, for that, I'm asking you the question. <laughs> hey, no, 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 don't do that to me now. What happened no, in the playoff so game? No, what are you saying? No, you're no. insinuating some players didn't did, play. Did he, did he play good in the playoff game? Yeah, no, no. Did, Nui, oh, wait, wait. Nui, did he play good in the playoff game? He did not have a good playoff game. Okay, then. He did, there it is. The there first it half, is. He, had, he had a horrible first half. But he Our had defense didn't show up this, this time either, which yeah, is yeah. different than the last uh, time. Yeah, it was, it was 48 to 17. Yeah, yeah. Come on. McCarthy was right about Kellen Moore. He took Dak to another level that Kellen Moore couldn't take him to. Took him to another level. And Kellen Moore Took him to another level. Kellen Moore We went from the divisional to the wild card, but he went to another level. Justin Herbert was. And Brandon Staley ain't got no job. And, and, and watch what happened <laughs> when Kellen Moore is going from there. Nope. Right back on just, top. Harbaugh Harbaugh's a beast. Harbaugh ain't Staley. Like, come on. Harbaugh ain't Staley. Now, come on. 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 He was a problem there, too, though. Don't get me wrong. Kellen Moore was a problem. That's all we wanted. He didn't do amazing. Thankfully, DeAndre Swift is a free agent. Yeah. That's all we wanted to know because he's, hey, just like a receiver going to the ball. Or don't just do like, it. Just like, don't come here if you sweat. Because yeah. we, we, we know what you're going to get here. We know what you're going to get here. You're going to get 12 carries a game. That's what you're going to get here. Don't do it. Because we're going to run the football. Kellen is a bad omen. You bring him in. Everybody go. Hey, wouldn't that be something? A year... Go to LA a year and then go to Philly and nah, stick if it, it don't work here, he's done. Hey, hey, this is his last shot. This is his last no, no, shot. This is it. This is his last him, shot. No, no, you get him, Chris. Yeah, they're like Bill This is his last shot. This is an MVP caliber, caliber quarterback, right? And a team. You got wide receiver weapons. You got quarterback. This is it. Tight end. This is it. He going to eliminate the push. He ain't never ran a tush push in his life. In his life. This is it. This is it. This is it. Like, if he don't win here, then, man, he might. Man, all right. That's a wrap. Yeah, if you don't want him, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Because you got the MVP quarterback. You got, you you got, got me the, the weapons right offensively. Right you, we all know church and quarterbacks. Okay, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. What did Daniel Jones was supposed to be? Okay. That, was that, was exactly. that was bad. That was almost as bad as saying. That was almost as bad as saying, you know what? This is our year. We got it this year, just like every other year. Barry's it's bad almost take. that bad. It's yeah, almost yeah. that bad. Is that a shot at him? Yeah, it's, it's a shot at everybody. It's a shot at everybody. It's a shot at everybody. All right, brought that up. Why are you looking? It's a shot at everybody. All right. Soon as preseason come, that's all yeah. That's all yeah. Nah, they gotta go. Up. Nah, you cold work. You cold work. Gotta go undefeated for me to feel. I got. I got. It gotta be seventeen and zero. You ain't seventeen and zero. I don't got no. Even then, you scared. Even then, we get a bye, so we know we go. We gonna be all right. We get a bye week, so we gonna be okay. So long as not the first. We made further. Can't lose if you don't play. That's the players' lounge. We'll talk to you next Monday. Thank you. Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, Barry Church. I'm Newey Scruggs. Thanks to Chris Beam, Jazz, Josh, everybody who does the show right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?